Hey, hey, Slacker friends, welcome to episode 16 of season four of Saints for Slackers. I'm Lisa Martinez, the founder of Little with Great Love and your podcast co-host. Let's light this up. Slacker, it's Jeff Sanchez, co-host and Slacker Salutatorian, here to wrap up our theme of sacrifice with our next guest podcaster, Katie Goble. Katie Goble, mother of three and wife of 10 years to Jeremy, is Catholic because of the Eucharist. As a former full-time youth minister, she is passionate about encouraging youth and young adults to deeply know the love of Jesus and radiantly live that love in their daily lives. Now, as an online marketing strategist, she is on a mission to make marketing more human. She helps mission-driven small businesses and entrepreneurs grow their audience online through crystal clear messaging, fruitful relationship building, and sustainable video marketing. Anywho... Gather around, slackers, to learn about St. Bruno of Cologne, a hermit who longed for the silence and stillness of the hermitage, but kept getting drawn into the political life of the church. Katie tells us more about this remarkable saint who exemplifies the little way by sacrifice. And remember to stick around until the end for another hilarious wannabe patron saint. Slacker. Do you ever get that feeling where you want to just run away from everything and go live up in the mountains or maybe just escape to the beach for forever? To be quite honest, as a married mother of three small children and a small business owner, I have felt that feeling so many times over the past 10 years. Raise your hand if you felt it too. You don't even have to have kids to know the feeling I'm talking about. The cool thing is some people actually get to do that and we call them hermits. Of course, one of the best parts about hermits is that they can spend so much of their time in prayer and sacrifice and in our Lord's creation. Fortunately for the rest of us, we can still benefit from hermits and the fruit of their prayer and their growth in holiness. St. Bruno of Cologne is one such hermit. As an adult, he became a philosopher and a theologian at a school where one of his students grew up to become Pope Urban II. The thing about St. Bruno that interests me the most is how he continually feels this call to retreat to the hermitage, yet he keeps getting wrapped up in the local drama of the church and the bishops and the pope, often being called upon for his wisdom and holiness. In fact, he first became a hermit after he had to leave town from a conflict he was having with the local bishop. The people popularly requested St. Bruno to replace this bishop, but at that time he felt called to start a religious community of hermits with a few other brothers. This was the Carthusian order, an interesting blend of hermetic, but also monastic life. They followed the rule of St. Benedict, and they became known for embracing the ora et labora motto of the Benedictines, living that out in a very serious, austere manner. Even after founding the hermitage, St. Bruno was prevailed upon by Pope Urban II, his former student, 
to come advise him in his papacy. In his struggles with an anti-pope, Pope Urban very much felt the need for wisdom and support from his holy advisor, St. Bruno. Bruno was loyal, but eventually, after six years, persuaded Pope Urban to let him return to the hermitage and to his monastic community. Notably, St. Bruno particularly emphasized belief in the Eucharist, which was being questioned in many parts of the church at the time, and he made a remarkable profession in his final testimony towards the end of his life, stating, I believe in the sacraments that the church believes and holds in reverence, and especially that what has been consecrated on the altar is the true flesh and the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which we receive for the forgiveness of our sins and in the hope of eternal salvation. What's interesting to me is that even though we are separated from St. Bruno by 1,000 years, and I would venture to say the majority of us listening do not have the benefit of living in 19 hours of silence every single day, we can still sympathize with that great need to encounter our Lord in the quiet of our hearts. Anybody who's lived through the church for any length of time can also sympathize with that call to love our brothers and sisters in Christ while also feeling the need to get away from them and their trauma sometimes. With St. Bruno's feast day on October 6th, I also think of a possible kindred spirit for him, a woman whose feast day is October the 1st. Interestingly, she very much felt the desire to go out into the world, especially as a missionary, but she was called to the Carmelite cloister. Of course, I'm talking about my beloved friend, St. Therese of Lisieux. You know, sometimes as lay people, we can question what exactly we're supposed to do for our vocation when we can't live 19 hours in silence, like St. Bruno did, and we can't live in the cloister like St. Therese did. But in the communion of saints, I think we can trust the fact that their prayers have obtained graces for us that we might not have known otherwise. And their witness of choosing to step away from the world and be with our Lord still gives us that reminder that we also need to find those times to encounter our Lord in the silence of our hearts. This can be a challenging practice, but I think it's necessary for our own well-being. Even as a small business owner, I've come across so many personal development books that present meditation as a secular wellness practice. But I think in the Catholic Church, we have the added insight to know how truly necessary quiet meditation and prayer is for our own sanity, our own well-being, and our own growth with the Lord. St. Bruno, pray for our perseverance in prayer in our day-to-day -day lives. Even though we may not be called to the hermitage, we know that we can meet Jesus interiorly, even if it is just a few minutes of recollection in a day. St. Bruno, pray for us. Every day after we introduce our saint for the day, we also share a funny wannabe patron saint of the day. These silly wannabe saints are born from the musings of our group of slackers. Okay, slackers. Our wannabe patron saint for today is Saint Orator, the patron saint of public speakers. Orator was born with a gift of gab, a true talkaholic. The trouble with her is that she lacks the power of conversation, but not the power of speech, as George Bernard Shaw once said. While she made friends easily, she couldn't keep them because she didn't listen. So Orator spent a lot of time hanging out in the counseling office at her high school. There, her counselor encouraged her to sign up for the debate club and gave her books on public speaking to learn how to hone her prattling. And with guidance and practice, Orator eventually became nationally ranked with her debate team and gained some true friends, including one friend who shared the great Sermon on the Mount by Christ with her, which changed her life. Orator converted to Catholicism and dove deep 
into the scriptures. As she grew in her faith, she asked the Holy Spirit to use her gifts. So instead of talking gates off their hinges, she began inviting lapsed believers back into the arms of Christ. And eventually, Orator became one of the great evangelists of her day, moving the hearts of the masses back to attending Mass. So, the next time you're running your mouth like a boarding house toilet, ask St. Orator to baptize your blathering in the Spirit. Slacker. Hold up, slacker. Today wraps up Sacrifice, our fourth of five themes in this season dedicated to the little way. To briefly recap, we covered four more saints, like Christ, led by a sacrificial example during their lives, including episode 13 on St. Augustine by Tammy McCarthy, episode 14 on St. Peter by Anne-Marie Cloby, episode 15 on St. Damien of Molokai by Greg Hendry, and of course, today's podcast by Katie. I hope that through the witness of these heroic saints presented by four more inspiring slackers striving for sainthood, that it's made you want to offer up your own struggles from small annoyances to heavy crosses as sacrifices to God and reparation for sinners. And if you missed some of those episodes, no worries, slacker. It's simple. Just go back and listen while inviting the Holy Spirit to reveal to you how you can practice the little way through sacrifices. And as a ministry founder, I also encourage you to go check out Katie's link in the show notes on the top 30 Catholic podcasts to help small business owners and ministries build relationships, get visible, and grow their audience. And if this podcast made you think or smile or maybe even laugh out loud, would you please share it or leave us an online review? It'll really help other slackers to find us and spread the message of the gospel. So thanks in advance. We can't wait to continue our journey together, friends. See you back for our next episode, or if not, the one after that, slacker. Slacker.